Okay, hello guys, this is Hoops League here with Wes Cherry. We're going to be talking about how the Raptors, if they should just blow it up or keep this LeBronto going. <laughs> LeBronto, isn't that crazy, man? LeBronto, uh, they said uh, LeBronosaurus. I heard all kinds <laughs> of crazy memes, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's kind of sad at this point. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it, it's a tough situation, man, because this is the third year in a row. Um, you think you have to – it, it comes to show after three times, man, it just gets to the point where you just cannot – it's almost like the Jordan years where you came into Jordan. It's like with Toronto, they came into LeBron. But the thing is, it's just not LeBron. So LeBron's in the back end of his career, believe it or not, even though he doesn't look like it. So you still got Philly and Boston coming, man. And right now, it seems that Toronto doesn't have he. They don't have what it takes. They got to get. They got to do something different. They need a wing, but there's like no wings out there because they're all just set. Like Kevin Durant, he's not going to leave the Warriors anytime soon. No, Kawhi Leonard, he's most likely going to go to Boston. Boston is the only team that really has access in the wet in the East. If Toronto isn't. And Toronto really isn't a basketball destination. I mean, they've had good seasons, you know, 59 wins this year, franchise record for wins this year, number one seed. It just shows that when it comes, they even changed the way they played in order to compete against LeBron, and it still just isn't enough. I know they don't have a lot of assets, but what they need to probably do is maybe trade one of those two top guys, either DeMar DeRozan. I think you probably get more value for DeRozan than you get for Kyle Lowry. Well, yeah, because no one's looking for a no one's looking for a defensive guard. But since they, I think they both have like two more years left on their contract. Well, yeah, DeMar DeRozan is a hundred and thirty-nine million dollar man. I mean, Kyle Lowry is a hundred million dollar man. So you have two hundred and thirty-nine million dollars invested in two guys, and ultimately they're showing you that they just don't have what it takes. Yeah, they're going to have to blow it up either with Kyle Lowry or even DeMar DeRozan. They're going to have to figure out a way to get some pieces in or at least some assets where they can start building another way where they can change the style where they can even just compete with the teams that are coming up because it's really not Cleveland because you know. We don't know if LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland. No, you know, I, this year. He can possibly leave. So if he's not there, Philly and Boston are coming. You see what Philly's doing with two transcendent players, and you see the, all the issues that Boston is giving them. Brad Stevens, what they're doing without their best Brad Stevens. Well, that's Brad Stevens is just an amazing coach. He is. He is. He does a really good job. He doesn't blink, you know. He does a really good job making sure uh, no matter what the situation is, guys understand they have opportunities to win. And he puts them in great positions to win as well. Uh, it's funny um, that the Boston area has two of the most top coaches in our top sports here. NFL with Bill Belichick yeah. and the NBA with Brad Stevens. I don't know. The, I don't know. the East is really not destination. I wouldn't like to sunny California because no one wants to go in those brutal winters that the East have. I, for the Raptors, I think they should wait till next season. So just to build their player stock up and just trade them, just restart for fresh. It's going to be hard getting a first round draft pick because of all the draft picks lately that people have been getting amazing players like Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be hard trying to get a first round draft pick for any of those guys. Yeah, it'll be real difficult, especially the way they're coming off right now, man. You know, they're at an all-time low right now. So any trade value they have probably won't be 
circumstantial enough to even move forward anything, even though it may take that team, like, who's looking for that final piece. Like, DeMar DeRozan may not be the main piece that you can build around, I believe, but he may can add to a team where can give him that championship pedigree. Like, maybe if you add DeMar DeRozan to a team where he's not the main scorer, maybe he's the second or the third option. Would he be too small to play small forward for the Trailblazers? Because they really need a good wing. They fix their pieces. Well, you know, in a, in a style of play now, you know, it's just really this positionless basketball. You know, guys are just playing different positions based on their versatility and their athleticism. Well, it, so I think yeah, DeMar- it's getting to that point, but like. Yeah. And DeMar, yeah, exactly. It is getting to that point, man, because we're we're getting to the point of basketball with a big guy that, like a side of white side, he struggled so much against Joe Embiid in the first round. Why? Because he's that traditional center. Joe Embiid is that guy that can do jack of all trades inside, outside, and that's where the game is going. But with DeMar DeRozan, if he can, maybe a team, if he could team up with a team um, as um, uh, the Portland Trailblazers, maybe give him a three-head monster where now oh, yeah. he doesn't have to be the bulk of the responsibility, he may be successful over there. But it depends on what they have to give Toronto. I think Toronto needs better players right now. I don't think, I don't think they want to rebuild. They want to retool so they can compete. I don't know what it'd be worth trading Evan Turner to the Raptors. Trading who? Evan Turner. I think that's really the only player they have to trade. The... Man, I don't think they want Evan. To me, I don't. I've always think Evan Turner was garbage, man. To me, I don't get him. Like he was a high pick, okay, good player at Ohio State, but he never did it for me. I think he got completely. The Portland Trailblazers overpaid him last year because everybody was getting paid last year. I, he was not worth seventy million dollars. I agree that to an extent, but it's like. You never know. Some players like go to a different team and they flourish in different teams with different coaching styles. You're right. You're right because it is a game of styles now. It's a game of of styles. Like hello. Just look at Jay Crowder. He had like he went to like Boston. He was doing amazing. Then went to. Like Cleveland trash, is a terrible, yeah. Trash. And then he's starting <laughs> yeah. to get to his own self back in Utah. Really be somebody um, that he they force it for Utah. If you notice that, like anytime somebody's minus for Donovan Mitchell or Joe Ingles or uh, Rudy Gobert, he's always that yeah, one yeah. getting in the mix. He's a tough guy. That's the kind of, that's the player the Jazz really need, though, that tough guy that you don't want to mess with. Exactly, and that's what Jay Crowder is. He's that type of guy that you don't want to have no part of, you don't want to mess with. And now you're showing that when you're putting the system where, see, even though Donovan Mitchell is the best player, there's still a system that Utah has in place where guys have opportunities to get the ball. But West Cleveland is so ball dominant, and see, see, thing is, for play people think they they're NBA players, so they have a amount of pride with them as well. Now, Jay Crowder needs to realize that he's not LeBron James by any means, but he's a guy who thinks he can be an effective player. So if he's playing with a guy that's getting all the attention and he's not getting those touches, as a competitor, he's going to, you know, I, I understand why as a competitor he's going to think he can compete with LeBron James. It makes sense, even though he can't. <laughs> oh, no, LeBron James, he's he's going for go. He'll probably go by the end of his career. That's why I think he should go to Philly. You know what? I was saying the same thing. I think as well he should go to Philly because they were saying, well, what about Ben Simmons and him leading the basketball? I said, look here, man, LeBron James is somebody 
that will get into a team and he'll know exactly where to integrate himself in. He'll know that he's looking for, as he gets older, he's looking for that he can, yeah, so he can just pass to well. and have them do it. Well, I heard like LeBron's trying to go to like the, just the traditional small forward instead of having him be all carrying the whole team on his shoulders. Like LeBron can LeBron can't go for like a fifty point triple double every night like he's doing right now with the Cavs. Exactly because it's going to come a time where he is going to decline. So, but as his career declines, Mike. Well, obviously it's, it's funny to say he's declining now. So my <laughs> God, look at him. He's only Ouch. 33 years old. Yeah, he's a demigod. I believe he was touched. I mean, something's <laughs> going You know what I'm saying? Like, something's going on with this guy where he's so durable and knock on the wood. I don't want to call nothing on him, but just durability. Mm-hmm. He played 82 games last year in year 15. He has the most minutes in year 15. Yeah, I think, he, he's, I think he's played every se- every game so far this year and off season. Like, holy. So he's going to play like 100 plus games this season. That- very few players can do that. Yeah, and like I said, it really goes to his regimen. You know, he pays about one point five million dollars a year and just keeping his body together. Yeah, I saw I mean, that. He, yeah, he takes the time and he invests in his body. Think a million and a half dollars a year. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to his body, but it shows. Because look how he is. Look, look, he's in a lead shape. He he knows what to do. He knows. During games, they were saying the other day they had the uh, analytics out and they Brian Windhorst. Yeah. Did you see? They said LeBron James walks the most on the court because he knows when to oh. take breaks on the court. Oh yeah, he's yeah, the best yeah. at it. They said like seventy four percent of the time during the game, LeBron James is walking. Well, right now he's right now he's <laughs> just playing soft on defense because he has to be the offensive player for that team. This cast exactly. is ridiculous. Started off bad and it seems like they're getting worse. It's just LeBron decided to show up. Hey, I tell you one thing, you gotta give guys the credit. In the first round, the guys got his supporting cast got beat down, but they really, really stepped up in this in this series against yeah. Toronto. Those guys really stepped up and played. They played some good basketball. If they played that way, they should easily be in the finals again. They should get rid of Boston fairly easy. Or Philly, it depends on what happens there. But either team, they should be able to get rid of and get to the finals just to lose to one of those two teams. I don't know about Philly. No team ever has made a zero to three comeback. Yeah, yeah. For some kind of reason, I, I agree with you. It doesn't happen, but I kind of feel. Yeah, I see. With the weaker Philly. Yeah, weaker you know. Celtics, my bad. Well, the thing is, really, oh, it's all good. If Philly. If Philly could win this game, game five, no, I think, I think all the pressure would be on Boston. Is it game five? Oh, no, it's game five. The game five coming up. Because remember, they were up 22 points in game two, and they lost. So they showed that they can play Boston in their building. They just got to sustain it for 48 minutes. And if they do that, and they and they could win and get back to Philly for game yeah. six. I don't know. know. For the Boston Celtics don't got no superstars. They're a well-coached team, but. Guys can start getting a little tight. Well, I think, like, this last game, Ben Simmons actually showed up. Because, like, one point the game before, like, that's – if you're the superstar on that team, you can't be scoring one point a game. You can't no. – taking four attempts, like, that's ridiculous. It, what I say about that is, you know, it's one thing having zero points. Having zero points, that just means, you know, that can happen. Maybe you just had a game so bad you didn't score at all. But scoring one point means that you were trying and you just couldn't get it. <laughs> you just you just couldn't get more than one point. Like, you, you got to figure out ways. If you're going to 
score at all, you got to figure out ways to have more than one point and be the franchise transcendent player. Now, he's a rookie. This is his first playoffs. This is your young team. Well, usually, I think people started reading – I think I think they started reading their press clippings. I think when they beat Miami, yeah. people started saying, you know, oh, they're going to represent – they could be – they can go to the finals. And I think they saw it as a young team. It felt good. It felt oh, yeah, they got too hyped up now. And they got too hyped up. And Boston came in here and just punched him in the mouth three times in a row. And like you said, even though I think Sixers are a better team, but right now who's playing the better who's playing better yeah. as a team is Boston. Well, Philly, they're they're young, so like it'll be easy to get them back motivated. They win the next two. They could they probably could do it. Yeah, they can. I think you know, for all reasons, it's pretty much over. But I just feel as if it, out of the, all the ones that have a chance, like all the three games tonight, I give not, – not tonight, but all the three 3-1 three, series, I give yeah. them the best chance. When I think Utah is done, the Pelicans are done, obviously. Well, Utah, uh, I feel bad for them. They lost. Like, they, they just – injuries fell to them, basically. Yeah, no Rubio tonight, along with no Dante Exum. They're going to struggle a whole lot tonight. I mean, they had they they played well in that game too to get a win, but the last two games, I think Houston got focused. They blew their doors off, and they're showing why they won sixty five games this past year and why they're the number one seed. And I'm looking forward to them going to add it against the Golden State Warriors. That's going to be a heck of a series. You I know, I think the Steph, yeah, I think I think if Steph's healthy, I think they're going to they're going to have they're going to beat Houston. I think if Steph's healthy. If if they're all a whole Steph Curry, they'll be fine. Oh yeah, and, they're um, they're a way better team with Steph Curry. The Steph yeah, they're way better. Team. Yeah, proves more than think. Yeah, absolutely, man. He is the better player. He is. I mean, without a doubt, when he's in there, they're the better team. Clearly, and it's just a little bit too much firepower that Houston just doesn't have. But you know, Chris Paul, James Harden, those are two great players. Boy, you got guys that can score. I mean, Christian. Uh, not excuse me, not Tristan Thompson. Um, oh, Chris Paul. Clay Thompson. <laughs> I said oh. Tristan Thompson. Clay Thompson scored thirty nine points in a quarter. Yeah, I mean, so well, that's the these regular guys, season. In the regular season, these guys are explosive, man. So yeah, very very good basketball. I'm looking forward uh, to those games tonight as well. Well, I don't know. I don't know if like the Rockets are going to choke. Like Chris Paul and James Harden, they both have not been past the second round in their careers. Nope, they have not. And now it's going to be interesting to see um, what occurs. No, actually, you know what? James Harden, that one year they beat the Clippers, I think they got there, but they got blown up. They got the doors blown off by Golden State, but Chris oh, I, Paul has never been past the second round. 